Um, let's go. All right, guys, on the count of three, let's all do the intro in unison. All right? One, two, three. Wednesday, November. Guys, come on. Wednesday, November 14th. Sean and Colin and Brad read the news. Should we introduce our guest today? No. Yeah, no, we absolutely should. Uh, it'd be very rude not to. All right, our guest Everybody today. today with us, we have Bradley R- Hold on. His There we go. His most notable uh, accomplishment, I think, is um, being our friend. Yes. Yeah. That and looking great in three-quarter zip sweaters. <laughs> Ooh. I am uh, now disappointed that I'm not there to see it. All right, let's read some news. Um, let's see. Amazon. Oh, the results are in. Amazon picked some cities after. Oh, I got some thoughts. You got some thoughts? All right. So we got <laughs> New York City. Um, the big windy. The wind, the, wind, the wind gate to the east. The city <laughs> of brotherly love. Uh, and, uh, of course, Northern Virginia. That's not really even Big a city, Apple. Same nicknames. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same ones. Uh, for its Virginia just has Richmond and then the other city and then Northern Virginia. Right. Nailed it. And uh, so, so uh, for its two new headquarters, taking advantage of some of the most extensive incentives U.S. cities and states have ever offered, totaling $5.5 billion. That's so much money. More than the five billion the retailer has promised to invest. Well, you know, Amazon's really struggling right now. <laughs> uh, their market cap is way down. Yeah, and the, the revenues are poor, so they need a little little help in hand. They are truly the Walmart of our age, in as much as they are struggling as the largest yeah. retailer in the world. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw a lot of people were kind of bummed that Atlanta didn't win. Uh, I think that's, I think it's probably good for the city. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the like, only advantage to having Amazon your city, assuming you don't want like a new warehouse job, is that <laughs> you, you'll probably get your, you know, your shitty Chinese products quicker. Yeah, no, they just built one, uh, a dis- or they're working on building a distribution center outside of Birmingham. So, oh. uh, yeah. It's going to cool. move the needle from Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, but for anyone else, no, not someone. <laughs> uh, U.S. oil prices sank deeper into a bear market with West Texas Intermediate for December deliveries. Is that the whole name of the company? West Texas Interme- Intermediate for <laughs> no, December? That. That's like the name of the contract. Like, that's like the name of the, the product that they're trading. Oh, it's the product that they're trading. It's like yeah. the derivative. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. D- huh. Settling 7.1% lower. Bent, Brent crude, the global benchmark, was down 6.6%. Yeah. Yeah, well, speaking of bear markets and moving the needle in Birmingham, uh, a, a leather bar did just open up downtown, I understand. I haven't been. <laughs> Those are very related. Yes, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I, I mean, I, I assume it's a bit of a bear market. 
uh, probably, uh, yeah, f- probably a few otters as well. <laughs> when, when was the last time you yeah. were in the market for a bear? <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's what marriage marriage does to you, Colin. Yeah, it takes you out, out of the, the bear, bear market, market and the bull market. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying nothing but bears, Colin, frankly. <laughs> Let's see. The FAA has launched a probe of the safety analyses Boeing performed over the years regarding potential hazards associated with new automated flight control systems on the latest versions of its 737 aircraft. You know what worries me? Is that there hasn't been a plane crash. Your skin might come off. There hasn't been a plane crash in a while. Which I know how probability works. There was like that (laughs) Pennsylvania one or or Malaysian, not not Pennsylvania. Sorry. No, there was one in Indonesia. Indonesia. That's what I'm talking about. Malaysia. Yeah, Indonesia is kind of the Malaysia of uh, <laughs> Southwest like <the> Asia, Oceania. <laughs> it's the Pennsylvania. Um, but I, I just, I just feel like every time I board a plane now, I'm like, there hasn't, there hasn't been a crash in a while. There's got to, one has to happen. Just like purely statistically. Were you the one telling me recently that they did a study of plane crashes and like you're most likely to die in first class? Like eighty-five oh, percent really? of people in coach survive plane crashes. No, survive what plane crashes? I mean, they die first. Other? Yeah, sure. Yeah, at the front. I mean, no, but, just like in general. Well, I mean, like the survival rate for plane crashes is astronomically high. Yeah, it's like ninety-eight percent. Like you're gonna yeah. get to Orlando. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about when the plane crashes into the ocean, or uh, that's pretty much where all the planes crash. <laughs> Uh, that like eighty percent of people survive. Well, the yeah. ones you see on the news yeah. are just the ones where everybody gets all you know dead. They oh, decide so not to. You're saying there's more plane crashes that I'm not hearing about. I'm saying hundreds of planes crash every day. That makes me feel a lot large jetliners. It makes me feel a lot better because no. no, what you should be afraid of is small planes because they will oh, yeah. crash. They will crash. They love crashing. Uh, Just ask Buddy Holly, the big <laughs> bopper, or Luther Vandross, all three of which died on that fateful night. Jewel. Jewel's back in the news. Not the pop singer. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think this is an e-cigarette company. Oh, J-W. J. Who will oh, it's, save it's, right. your pods? <laughs> Jewel said it is curbing the marketing and sales of its e-cigarette products. Part of its response to the FDA's calls for charges to rein in underage use. This is well, cool. yeah. If you get them young, it's so much easier. Yeah, no, you're selling Kool-Aid sticks that get them buzzed. <laughs> so easy. It's like super, like almost too easy. Like maybe like bannable. I don't want to be like that guy who does like, you know, overreach, but like probably bad. <laughs> have you seen those sweet commercials where like all the kids have USB ports in their mouths? I'm listening. Go no. on. Which And it's like there's an epidemic and it's vaping. Huh. What do and USB all the kids ports have to do with that? I mean, the the jewels just are like little USB sticks that you suck on. 
Go on. And Do I have to be on Nick... Google incognito mode to see this ad? Uh, I would recommend it, but I do it all the time. I would not ever not use incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in case you're shopping for Christmas gifts on a shared computer or something. Oh, yeah. yeah there, there's yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, here we go. WeWork said SoftBank, its largest investor, has committed an additional $3 billion of shared uh, shared of FICE company, uh, valuing it at about $45 billion. I think those might be the two worst names for companies that exist. <laughs> it sounds like fourth graders have like made yeah. up. <laughs> you... They should just trade, like do some sort of swap where SoftBank gets the Wii and WeWork gets the Soft. So it's like soft, soft work. We soft? Maybe and we bank. Yeah, we soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, soft. <laughs> we soft. But uh, we're buying Pfizer. And we're hoping to do something about that <laughs> for about four hours at a time. <laughs> if I was an investor, I, I would definitely invest more in hard bank. <laughs> and like, oh my god, those guys get it. <laughs> the uh, WeWork. Have y'all ever been in a WeWork? Um, no. They're. I mean, they're they're pretty cool. Like their office space that you can rent, and a, at least the one I work out of. It's just like a box with glass walls that are shared with other companies. Right. So like you can see and hear everything your neighbors do. It's like the most hackable they, yeah. office space. Like you can yeah. put up cameras and just watch people <laughs> from like other companies' computer screens. Just like, they just take empty buildings, put their name on it, and install a kombucha machine and yes. Charge. They do have a kombucha machine. Charge. But they don't own. They don't own any real estate. Hmm. They rent all of the real or lease all of their real estate. So they have no. Their assets are like some mid-century modern chairs and kombucha <laughs> keg machines. And the and they're worth forty-five is? billion dollars. Yeah, by losing seven hundred million dollars a quarter. <laughs> I mean, that takes a gift. That's hard. Yeah, Brewster's million on Brewster's millions, he he had he had to spend what, 100 million in a month? I'll have my accountant look at it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, my accountant doesn't deal in numbers that big. My Wait, accountant he doesn't doesn't exist. Um, Wait, so. <laughs> well, it doesn't respond to Bruce, your request for oh, a movie. Brewster's accounting? millions, he <laughs> In Brewster's millions, he had to spend a million dollars a day for a month. In what? order to inherit $300 million. Why do you have to do that? It was in the will of his uh, uncle or something. Brewster? Y'all ever seen this movie with Richard Oh, Pryor? it's a movie. I thought you were talking about the ice cream chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we all They spend a million dollars a day on waffle cones. On waffle cones. Yeah. And then the priciest get... cone, as everyone knows. <laughs> Those uh, sprinkles are diamonds. <laughs> GE said it reached a deal to sell part of its Baker Hughes stake, providing around $4 billion in cash for the struggling conglomerate. I didn't know GE was struggling. Oh, oh. in a bad place. Aren't they, uh, Go on, Brad. Aren't they like Warren Buffett's like, like baby? No, no, no. <laughs> there's, there's no relationship there. Um, there's they, no relationship with GE and Warren Buffett? No, none. Wait, 
what? All right, I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, they were built on a mountain. All right, this is me editorializing. <laughs> built on a mountain of lies uh, by the previous CEO uh-huh. from the 90s. Okay. That's right, Jack Welch. You heard it. Me, unnamed <laughs> NBA candidate, Brad <laughs> is not a fan of your policies. Uh oh. We're yeah. gonna have to cut that. Um we're actually <laughs> you guys mostly funded Walsh? through China uh with Bitcoin. Uh is he the he's the guy who like uh fires ten percent of the company every year? Yeah, yeah. Same guy. Same guy. Yeah. I love working for places where I feel terrified hmm. every day. Well, luckily it's worked out in a way that it has not worked out. <laughs> and basically just been like hemorrhaging cash since 98 but yeah. that's most of americans so like they seem like a pretty american company but they have like appliances yeah. that are pretty good right uh, I, n- no r- roughly no <laughs> if, if, i think if i had a ge television at one point oh yeah which that i don't think they make tvs <laughs> i think i got likely. a counterfeit <laughs> Got like a, a Daewoo flat screen that somebody had peeled the label off of a toaster to make it seem more legitimate. <laughs> yeah, they're they're in a tough place. I mean, like today, like their uh, their debt fell. I don't know. I don't know. Two hundred basis points. I mean, is that, is is that relevant to the audience? I mean, uh, yeah, um, our audience is pretty sophisticated. Uh, financially, but can you go ahead and tell people <laughs> what a, a basis point is? Definitely not. For and also us, the host. We totally, well, I totally know. <laughs> yeah, no, I went to um, finance school to learn about <laughs> yeah, so basis like, points. I actually, my degree is in basis points. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't know that. Uh, yeah, so like their 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 debt is still like they've sold off a bunch of stuff. And but their debt is still like over a hundred billion dollars, and so now people are like, mm, "Same, that may not be a good thing if they have to pay back that much." And all of their well, cash- can they can they call up the debt company and ask for a payment plan? Oh well, yeah, there's the debt company. Yeah, they got that. Yeah. But they should just do that. But they haven't listened to brain geniuses on this podcast. <laughs> just, saying, like, just do what I do. Call, yeah. call the hospital and say, <laughs> this is not what you said my insurance would pay for. Yeah. And you tell just... them, tell them to get a, a zero interest for six, 16 months credit card and put the hundred billion dollars on that. If they buy enough It'll Fords, buy them a they little wiggle room. Title loans on those Fords. <laughs> yeah, thirty-six months, no interest mm-hmm. payments. Right, and then... or enough rooms to go. I mean, <laughs> there's money out Dude, there. Dude, decorating so easy with rooms to go. <laughs> oh god, we have to bleep all that because they don't sponsor the show. <laughs> We're going to bleep a lot of stuff, Brad. You, <laughs> I think you're a lot driving of our sensors names. wild. Guess what? Arby's is great. I just want to say that <laughs> Arby's is a good company, and they make good sandwiches. Let's move on. It's my understanding that um, it's impossible to get diarrhea from a beefy cheddar sandwich. That's their main ad campaign right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah the, <laughs> they say it just like that. It's our understanding. <laughs> Legal. Let's me announce. Arby's is not a doctor. <laughs> This is a minimal diarrhea sandwich. It's our understanding <laughs> that this is actually food. 
Arby's may cause cramping, diarrhea, headaches, <laughs> nausea, but mostly vomiting not. and loose stools. But probably not. Um, hey, Sean, I got a great headline. What do you got? I've been, I've been chomping a little bit to say it. Okay. Oil falls on fears that there's too much oil. <laughs> <laughs> Which, there's a well What were those hippies fucking talking about, man? Well, I mean, that... I don't think that I've ever read anything that's so obvious of like, uh, there <laughs> is too much of something, <laughs> and therefore uh, people don't want to buy as much of something. <laughs> that, that is fantastic. Can you just imagine that at, at like at an Arby's? The, the guy, <laughs> one of the guys in the back is like, hey, boss. And the boss turns around and there's just floor to ceiling beefy cheddar sandwiches. <laughs> And it's like, I have fears that there are too many <laughs> be- roast beef sandwiches here. And there's traders in Chicago just in the pit, just going nuts. <laughs> beef sandwiches flying sandwich. everywhere. I don't know, boss. Liquid cheese with a hose. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so for our listeners, beefy cheddars are oil. <laughs> and what we're trying to say is the griddle's hot. Yeah, we went to college with a guy who converted an old Mercedes-Benz diesel to run on beefy cheddars. <laughs> That's somewhat accurate. Yes. Push them through That's a sieve. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm mostly just embarrassed that I'm pretty sure the sandwich is not called a beefy cheddar. No, you know, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a beefy cheddar. Yeah, that sounds accurate to me. No, no, it is a beef and cheddar, an in, apostrophe in. A beef and cheddar. Yeah, no, I mean they're they're pretty hip. Is it Arby's the one right. who has the new commercial where they're just taking all their like meats that they roasted and then just they take them and then they just deep fry them over again? That sounds. Like Is that it, Arby's? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, there's one one probably. I mean, there's fried turkey. There's fried duck. There's fried chicken. It will not. It will not give you diarrhea. Oh, yeah. They have Cajun deep-fried turkey. Yeah, no. Deep-fried I mean, turkey BLT. It's a phenomenal fried. menu. I, I, I'm personally going to start waging a war here against Jon Stewart 10 years ago, who was a very <laughs> anti-Arby's opponent. He was anti-Arby's? There's a... Decidedly, yeah. Oh, wow. There's a really good Twitter account called Nihilist Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> so, so all, all the tweets the are just like, you know... Yeah, all the tweets are just like, you know, <laughs> life is meaningless. Your friends don't really love you. Enjoy Arby's. Uh, and it's a, it came out like a year ago that it was the lead singer of my favorite band running the Twitter account. What? It's, it's like a person? It was, uh, it's a real yeah, it was Brennan band. Kelly of the Lawrence Arms. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got docs. That's, that's his part-time th- gig? <laughs> yeah. When he's not... Uh, you know, writing records for for a punk band. He's running nihilist Arby's. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's exactly yeah. Uh, when, when is he going to brick and mortar? When is he moving out of the Twitter Twitter sphere and going into? Um, that's actually, actually been Arby's, a, um, a hard jump for a lot of Twitter authors. Yeah, is actually moving off the internet into and into written brick and, brick and you know. Handwritten tweets, <laughs> books. Are you trying oh. to say books? Uh, no, I'm. Well, handwritten I'm thinking, tweets, I think, are, are different than books. I think you distribute them from 
um, like leaflets. You fly, yeah, like you fly airplanes over cities and 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 drop leaflets, hmm. kind of like they did before the Hiroshima bombing. Oh, that's to, too to, soon. <laughs> that's too soon. Yeah, dude. That's if you look at the no go list, uh, page six, definitely on there. Uh, let's see. I got another headline. Let's change the subject. Egypt oh. has mediated <laughs> a ceasefire between Hamas and Israel in Gaza, according to Hamas officials. Hmm. That's that's a low that's, that's a low point when Egypt has to come in and mediate your uh what are your you diplomacy. saying? Diplomacy. <laughs> when, when was the last time you were in an argument and you were like, you know what? Let's call Egypt. <laughs> uh the last time I was arguing about building pyramids <laughs> so think about that one that's pretty fair i do get into a lot of those arguments and i <laughs> i happen to know someone in the government but yeah me and you know me and sean will be six seven beers in and i'll say i'm pretty sure that they rolled the stones on logs and then sean's like right i think they use i mean they definitely used um the pulley system yeah, and then Sean's like, that's just an History air Channel, chamber? Like, documentaries? Because this sounds very contrived controversy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we pl- <laughs> I'm, we've been playing this one for weeks. Although, I think we should go and tell all our our favorite times we got food poisoning. Mine was, when I was a kid, I got some uh, chili cheese tater tots from Sonic on Terry Road in Jackson, Mississippi. That's very specific. Uh, yeah, you know what you did, uh, and <laughs> and I had a big blue um, Hawaiian was it Hawaiian punch? They had a blue one, and oh, uh, yeah. and I was just yeah. barfing blue for days. Honestly, but that sounds like there the was, best kind of barfing. Yeah, but there was an Egyptology marathon on TLC back when they actually showed, you know, history, actual history and science <laughs> and stuff. Uh, so I just laid there. And just like watched documentaries about sending robots into the pyramids, it was great. Well, yeah. Right, who's next? Did, yeah. They they sent robots into into. What do you mean? They sent them in? Like, yeah. I mean, like, if there's a if there's an air tunnel, you're not gonna just stick a scientist in it. You're gonna <laughs> yeah, you're gonna Sean, get a Tyco remote control car. I mean, if you're if you're like if you're like a little your scientist is like a little bitch. <laughs> then no. <Yeah. laughs> Have you ever seen a scientist? I say you slap him on the butt and you say, "Go get it." I mean, yeah, they slide in. They will slide. Look, in. you've been poisoned by the Indiana Jones movies to think that all so academics are walking around with bull whips, <laughs> when in fact, maybe thirty percent of academics I know carry bull whips. On that note, hate crimes rose 17% <laughs> in 2017. The, that's not funny, Brad. That's not the joke. Yeah. Jeez, Brad. <laughs> the FBI said a jump partly driven by a spike in anti-Semitic incidents. I just want to say for the record so, that I'm very Semitic. <laughs> yeah, no. I've Almost noticed that about Semitic, you. People say. They say. Yeah, I... I've never had a Catholic roommate offer me a Seder plate before, <laughs> before I lived with you. 
Thank you. Thank you, Con. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to come out and say officially without consulting Sean, uh, <laughs> I apologize if this is crossing a line, but, uh, this podcast is officially against hate crimes. Uh, is that official? I think we can, I think we can officially say that. All right. That, that's on you. As a guest, I don't want to take a controversial stand. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You want to be invited back and maybe, yeah. maybe things switch up here in the next few weeks. And yeah, I mean, we, it, we do a 180 in this America. I, I don't know, but yes, for, for the record, I'm, I'm, I'm very Semitic and for the listeners lips on mic. Very Semitic. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think you sh- what you mean is... <laughs> I think you mean pro- you're pro-Semitic. You're, you're, not, you're not Jewish, are you? Well, not yet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, physically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My wife does cast spells on me. I don't know what that means. Uh, U.S. enrollment of international students fell for the second straight year. Well, what does that mean? U.S. enrollment of students? U.S. the 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 (laughs) (laughs) the U.S. enrollment. I don't know the U.S. enrollment of international students. Oh, of international students. Right. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I'm going to go ahead and blame YouTube. For, the band? With no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Before the students were coming here because we had, uh, we had Blockbuster. You could sure, order yeah. DVDs on Netflix. Right. Oh, that And kind that's. Of, yeah. Yeah, and that's how you you got your culture. Yeah, that's how you got your entertainment. <laughs> but now that they can just watch American media from overseas, why even bother moving to the U.S. and going to college? I mean, D- Domino's Pizza, I think. Oh, they're not. They're changing the name. That must be part of it. Wait, are you kidding? They're not Domino's Pizza anymore. They're just Wait. Domino's. What? Oh, okay. You had me worried. <laughs> but they are going to sell pizzas, yes. I, yeah. They're not selling small game pieces. I don't think they're, they're not transitioning into, full uh, on. No, I don't, who knows? It might be. Who knows? It's a slippery uh, slope, is what it is. They're widely hated. I've found. Um, I've talked to so many people who say that Domino's is the worst and Pizza Hut is the best. Pizza Hut. Yes, this is correct, Colin. I don't know. If I don't want to text you that. From it's not hut. me. Stop ignoring those texts. <laughs> I, uh, when, after freshman year of college, I was living at home and my sister and her boyfriend worked at and managed a Domino's. So every night <laughs> they would just bring me a, an entire pizza. Wow. That explains and somehow, somehow that made me love Domino's more. And I also gained 30 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I doubled sixes. Uh, let's see. Horror. Oh, did I ever tell you about my Noid tattoo? <laughs> Noid? It's the only tattoo I have. What's um, That seems unlikely. Expand? 
No, it's just a picture of the Noid. Uh, Wait, because... in real life, though? Yeah, uh, no, not really. <laughs> but there was <laughs> there was a famous hostage situation at a Domino's in uh, the Metro Atlanta area with a guy. I think his his last name was Noid, and he th- he I think he had schizophrenia, and he thought that Domino's was like against him because he was telling everyone that he ruined pizzas. Well, yeah, I get that. Oh, check this out. The opinion section. <laughs> oh, good. Who wants to know the opinions? I mean, this oh. whole podcast is just opinions <laughs> and stories. <laughs> and stories as loosely based on a headline <laughs> as we can possibly make it. Um, yeah, but I feel like our listeners don't want to hear facts. Any or... opinions rooted in <laughs> knowledge or information. <laughs> No, certainly not. That, I mean, to quote Sean Spencer himself, this is the fastest way to get your news. <laughs> Notice I didn't say best or yeah. or accuratist <laughs> or legal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. American has a surplus in services. This is an opinion. This is not this is not fact. Argument about the balance of trade office fo- often focuses only on goods. That misses half the equation. I uh, do you, what do you what's what it, what are the opinions of the group? Do we have a surplus in services? I think I should be serviced more. Yeah. End of statement. Uh, I'm wondering like uh, maybe it's just a fundamental misunderstanding about the nature of service, the service economy. But like, do they want us to be sending Uber drivers and <laughs> janitors to other countries? <laughs> uh, that seems reasonable to me. Yes. Yeah. How do you export s- the service industry? Well, you could. You could. You, I think writing code is a service industry. Is it? No. Yeah. Well. Well. Is it? Well. Well, well, Maybe. Well, yeah. Yeah. I spend a lot of time in bathrooms. <laughs> so, no, like, I mean, like so most probably. of our services are exportable. So if you have a uh, Colin, you can probably speak with this better. Um, a software that is software as a service. And that's a big chunk of our value add. And I've run out of words that I can, <laughs> I can say uh, that are Well, smart. I'm thinking about uh, uh, think integrating synergy? vertical silos. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, circling yeah, back. Yeah, so, yeah, circling back. Um, yeah, uh, thinking that, about, uh, you know, maybe having a little powwow. Horizontal. Circling the wagons. Integration. I'm, I'm just, I'm just I'm trying to figure out here, how do we leverage? <laughs> how do we leverage? That's a good question, and I've been asking myself every day <laughs> how much leverage I have. <laughs> Who will bank the supposedly unbankable? <laughs> Does that mean <laughs> unbankable? Why is that so funny? <laughs> I just feel like that's America's version of like leprosy. <laughs> 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 the unbankable. Yeah. 
You must. Well, Ronald, run on the Ronald of became town. unbankable. <laughs> we had to send him off to a little island colony <laughs> with the other unbankables. Oh, we gave him that. two square meals a day and a salve for his skin. <laughs> I get that, yeah. Payday lenders perform a vital social service, providing access um, to cash to otherwise unbankable clients. Um, I'm a, I'm not a fan I'm not, I, that of statement. the payday lender. Yeah, that seems like a, I'm a fan of them operating, but I want to look down on them morally. It, that seems like a very Wall Street happen. Journal opinion to have. Like, <laughs> I think they should charge well, eight hundred. They, they made their interest. own choices in life, so we get to charge them three hundred percent interest. <laughs> they don't have to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Uh, the, the whole point is to. Say, I allow it to happen, but I'm going to look down on you the whole time. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. I think uh, I think w- the thing that drives America, the thing we need most is inequality. How would we, how would we survive as Americans without just an excess amount well, I mean, of just pure how, inequality? How does an air conditioner work, right? It heats up the coils on the outside to cool it off on the inside. So right. you have inequality, and it drives the comfort of the people in the house. Right. That's a, that, bri- that's a great... That sounds super deep. Doesn't it? It's, it's complete stupid bullshit when you yeah, actually no, think about it. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound accurate. It sounds like, great. It sounds like really it sounds like the perfect though. justification of inequality. Yeah. Yeah, metaphors are, are, are a funny thing because you can just be like, well, it's kind of like this completely different thing <laughs> <laughs> that we can describe in any way we yeah. feel like it. I mean, you know, I like to think about inequality as a delicious pecan pie. <laughs> you've, got, you've got the crust, sturdy and flaky, but the inside is made up of nuts and a gooey, sugary substance. <laughs> And everyone likes to eat it and enjoy. Thus, you're like, God, oh, Grandpa, you really have. Thus, we should lower saved taxes all that knowledge from the, the for hedge fund managers. Con, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop sharing my Thanksgiving dinner. All right, guys, the time has come. The walrus said. <laughs> um, oh, so. Um, We've never asked this before, but if you are listening to the podcast, why don't you go subscribe on iTunes and leave us a little review? Oh, that'd be nice. And we'll read it. We'll read all the reviews live, <laughs> recorded, not live. Yeah. On the air. We'll, we'll read them all and we'll discuss with each other, trying to remember which ones we posted ourselves <laughs> on your different names. Yeah. And, and which, which ones, ones are were real. the. The Filipina women that we hired to write them. Right. So, thanks for listening. Brad is our guest. Brad, thanks so Don't much for coming on. Oh, no. Oh. oh we can bleep it out. <laughs> uh, Sean, go bleep that. All right. Bleep it. Brad, thanks for joining us. I hope you'll come back. Ah, enjoy, fellas. Enjoy. Take care. Bye.